Hello everybody and welcome back to Red Room. How are we all doing? Welcome back to everyone who is watching over on Patreon, especially if you're watching the video. Video podcasting is something I started last year and I'm going to be doing so much more of coming into 2023. I love the format, but it's obviously also available to everyone who is just listening and for anyone who is watching the video trailer over on Spotify. Hello and welcome. Click follow because there's going to be lots more content coming for you guys uh, this spring that I'm really excited for. And if you want to see the full video episode of this episode, plus others, I've done videos on Balenciaga. I've done videos on Andrew Tate. We've got obviously 70 episodes over on Patreon, uh, full back catalogue access to Red Room. You can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Red Room pod and, you know, binge. January is a binging month, you know. Most people are giving up uh, alcohol. You're giving up something. So you probably have a few extra quid laying around. Why not treat yourself to a podcast? So today, as I said, we are talking about a true crime case. It is an unsolved murder case and it is a really, really infamous case. And it's kind of intimidating, I have to say, to sometimes, you know, touch true crime because, I mean, so many people do it. So many people do it so well. There's so much you know, there's so much content out there and everyone has an opinion. So these are just kind of what, you know, the the important parts of any story that I find. But this case is the disappearance and the murder of Kaylee Anthony, who, you know, was only three years old when she lost her life. So this case is not only one of the most famous unsolved murders, probably of at least the last 20 years, but it's also one of the most famous murder trials in American history. It's often been compared to the O.J. Simpson trial, mainly due to the fact that every single second of the trial was put on TV. There was also a crazy, crazy media frenzy around the case, a lot of big personalities involved, very polarizing figures, no matter what side you fall on, and of course, so many holes in the story. So the case has recently come back up in the news because Casey Anthony, the mother of Kaylee Anthony, recently starred in a docuseries called Casey Anthony Where the Truth Lies. Now this isn't a spoiler alert because we'll be talking about it from the get-go today but Casey Anthony was accused of the murder of her daughter. So you know people are looking at this case with fresh eyes now or with biased eyes from the past. Before we get going I'd love to know your opinion. Getting your feedback on these episodes always makes it the most you know enjoyable when I've done all this research um, on an episode. I love to know what you guys think whether you know of the case anyway and you have your mindset you know has your mind swayed at all? Has it made you double down in your opinion or if it was completely new to you I think it's really interesting getting your take too because you know as I said there was so much media coverage of this case and there's been so much content made around it that it's very easy to go in biased. Now I tried my best to you know eradicate any biases I have as I do in all my uh, research but of course you always have to admit that you might have some biases so I'd love to know if this was new to you what you thought um, and what you think of the case the characters involved everything else before we get fully started I do want to say number one this episode is going to be speaking about murder violence and sexual assault of minors really heavy stuff so do take care you know I always try and bring in some levels of comedy in some of my episodes especially the more conspiratorial tinfoil hat ones but you know this is a serious episode there is not 
much if any room for laughs here it is such a such a tragic tragic story so you know take care of yourself I have to take care of myself when I'm doing the research at times you know I have to be kind of like oh take a step back for a minute and kind of go oh my god what did I just read so you know same goes to you no need to to you know watch it all or listen to it all in one sitting if it seems a little bit too much for you and of course as with all true crime content and I think this is so important for creators like myself to highlight because oftentimes when we're talking about murders or serial killers or you know tragic tragic events we oftentimes forget to hold the victim in our memory and you know in this case the the person who's a victim is a three-year-old girl like three-year-old girl hasn't done anything to anybody not that anyone ever deserves these crimes being committed on them but like the innocence of a child and their life being taken away is just so, so tragic. And we'll get into all the details around that tragedy. But, you know, it's very easy to get distracted for about like, you know, the bigger kind of personalities, as I said, or polarizing figures or the drama really that involves certain cases. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that someone's life here was lost. And, you know, the 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 circumstances around this case, unfortunately, have left so much room for speculation and so many uncrossed T's and dotted I's and loose ends. And I think as humans, we just hate not knowing something that happened. I think no matter what happened, even if it is so, so horrific and tragic, we can deal with that when it comes to it but not knowing at all and having no resolution that can be really frustrating so you know do keep that in mind when listening to the episode. So before we get into the crime or the murder itself I want to talk a little bit about Casey Anthony and give you kind of an insight into her upbringing who she was a teenager right before all of this happened to her because she is going to be a central point in uh, our conversation today. She was born 1986 in Ohio but she grew up in Florida with her mother and father George and Cindy Anthony and her brother Lee Anthony. Many people say from friends to family um, that Casey showed a pattern of lying as a teenager. Now, look, <laughs> raise your hand if you've ever been a TJ, teenager and lied. You know, like everyone does these things. Lying as a teenager is not necessarily some sort of sign of psychopathy or, you know, nefarious behavior. However, it is really important when we're looking at this case. And I'd like you to keep it in mind going forward. Apparently Casey's lies started off pretty small. They started off seemingly innocuous and, you know, she might lie about knowing someone or having a boyfriend or, you know, small little things in life that her friends would kind of ignore. But it is kind of weird that she was lying. But as she got older, the lies apparently became a little bit more serious. And she was also known or said to have kept these lies going up until the very last minute, almost like when she couldn't help but be caught out. Now, Lee, her brother, did go on record saying that he felt his mother and father kind of enabled this behavior from her, like not calling her out on lies. Whereas other opinions have said that like lying was something she learned through trauma, which, you know, both can be true in individuals. I'll let you decide that later on in the episode. So as she got older, as I said, these lies were getting more and more serious. One lie she got caught out on was about her graduation. She told her mother and father, obviously, that she was, you know, 
all about to graduate in whatever year it was, 2005, I think it was, or four. So she's, you know, her parents are excited. They're going to see their daughter graduate high school. And they're asking her for information about the graduation ceremony. As we know, Americans tend to have like really kind of OTT uh, graduation ceremonies, quite different to what we have here in Ireland. Or maybe you had a, a crazy OTT one. You can let me know. But they're trying to get information on this, right? And, you know, Casey's being kind of iffy about it. She's not being very forward with what time it is, where it is. And so they end up calling the school. And when they call the school, they find out that Casey does not have the credits that she needs to graduate. So she's not graduating on the day that she's meant to be. She's told her parents she is graduating. And also that she has already pretty much stopped coming to school and dropping out. So this was a huge lie, obviously, for her family to find out. But after this happened, her lies only became more and more severe. She hid the fact that she was pregnant to her parents up until she was seven months along. Apparently her parents would confront her and say like, are you pregnant? Like, do you have something to tell us? And she would say no, that she's a virgin, despite like her parents knowing that she's had loads of boyfriends. And, you know, it got to a point where she did finally admit that she was pregnant and expecting a child. Now, this is interesting, right? Because not only does it show that pattern of her lying up until the very last minute when she can't really lie anymore. Like, have you seen someone seven months pregnant? Like... It's obvious, like, you know, like, it's clearly someone has is expecting a child. So the fact she went that long is crazy in and of itself. But, you know, she was obviously pushing to the point where she just, like, couldn't hide it anymore. And then everyone has to kind of pick up the pieces around her. Something that is weird that I did read that I don't see many people talking about is that Apparently the mother and father, George and Cindy, also kept this pregnancy from Casey's brother, Lee. Now, this is strange. Lee is older than her, so it's not like he was younger and like couldn't really comprehend what was going on or anything. But it also, to me personally, shows this kind of like a culture of lying within the family and not even just lying, but like withholding truths and like keeping things from each other and you know, not really respecting each other as like acknowledging the truth, right? So apparently they only told Lee up until days before she was about to go into labor that she was about to have a baby. So I just find that really strange. Now, there are some stories of friends of hers who said that they knew she was pregnant and Casey, you know, allegedly told a few of her friends that she wanted to, you know, have the baby, but give it up for adoption, that she wasn't ready to be a mum. And apparently when she told her parents that she was pregnant, they were very much against this as an option. They did not want uh, the baby going for adoption. They wanted Casey to have the baby and raise the baby. And whatever happened, whether it was pressure or whether Casey kind of came around to it, knowing she'd have support, she decided to have her child. She had her daughter, Kaylee Marie Anthony, on August 9th, 2005. And she raised her in her family home. So she lives there for three years with her mom and her dad until June 9th, 2008. And that's when Casey told her mom and dad that she's moving out with Kaylee and she's moving into an apartment with her ex-boyfriend, Ricardo Morales, and her friend, Amy Huzenga. So this is kind of a monumental point in her life, right? She's moving out, not just in her first apartment. She's only 18, but she has a young child. And this also brings us up to the summer where everything starts to happen okay so this happens June 9th and now I'm going to talk you through the timeline of events 
that occurred that summer that ended up I mean I'm turning her life and her parents life completely upside down inside out and starting one of the most crazy dramatic and shocking true crime cases that I think has happened in the last 20 years to access the full video podcast go over to patreon you also get access to 70 plus episodes of the podcast you know where to go patreon.com forward slash red room pod see you over there